Hi friends, this is JFET. Whether you're around the corner or across the world, welcome to The Daily Walk. I want you to take a moment today to pause in Jesus and see what new thing could take place in your life. At the end of this podcast, you can download our app, Boulder Church, or visit us online at boulder.church to connect. And remember, we would love to hear from you as we prepare for our messages every Saturday morning on The Daily Walk. Good morning. It's Friday, January 18th. <laughs> Why are you looking at me like that? I'm going to speak. Oh, my goodness. I am Becky De Oliveira. I did say this is Daily Walk. And uh, Jafa De Oliveira is just being super weird. Okay. And I'm, yeah, I'm going to pray. Yeah, you're not supposed to be doing foolish talk. Oh, yeah. Or foolish hand gestures or whatever it was that you were doing. Paul would not. He'd be so upset. If he were here, I just want you to know that. You can't hold yourself together. All right. <laughs> All right. Let me, uh, let me pray. <laughs> Heavenly Father, it's good. I want to thank you for this morning. I want to thank you for all that, the joy that we have in life. I want to thank you for this week, uh, for the complexity of it and for the, the fun and for the hard times as well. We learn through both. Um, bless us in this passage to read it one more time. Uh, give us uh, wisdom and insight. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Yes, we are back in the English Standard Version, which yeah. is how we started out the week. Ephesians 5, 1 through 21. The imitator one. Is that the, oh, yeah, you're right. So the subheading for this one is walk in love. Therefore, be imitators of God as beloved children, and walk in love as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. But sexual immorality and all impurity or covetousness must not even be named among you, as is proper among saints. Let there be no filthiness, nor foolish talk, nor crude joking, which are out of place, but instead let there be thanksgiving. For you may be sure of this, that everyone who is sexually immoral or impure, or who is covetous, that is, an idolater, has no inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and God. Let no one deceive you with empty words, for because of these things the wrath of God comes upon the sons of disobedience. Therefore do not become partners with them, for at one time you were darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of light, for the fruit of light is found in all that is good and right and true. And try to discern what is pleasing to the Lord. Take no part in the unfruitful works of darkness, but instead expose them, for it is shameful even to speak of the things that they do in secret." But when anything is exposed by the light, it becomes visible. For anything that becomes visible is light. Therefore it says, Awake, O sleeper, and arise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. Look carefully then how you walk, not as unwise but as wise, making the best use of the time because the days are evil. Therefore do not be foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is. And do not get drunk with wine, for that is debauchery, but be filled with the Spirit, addressing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody to the Lord with your heart, giving thanks always and for everything to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, submitting to one another out of reverence for Christ. All right. Okay. Good, good. All right, so our question for today is this. What are the tangible ways you've observed the fifth commandment? And how is the fifth commandment coming into this? Is it because of the talk of it's children? The, it's and about honoring your father and mother. And I mean, I know what the fifth commandment is, but I'm wondering how it relates glad you to, do. The, to the text. Uh, and I... 
Do you think it's because it's comparing that we're children? I cannot remember to God. Oh, you know, I think he talks about how we we emphasize certain commandments over others. I know he. I remember that. that. Yes, and that the Bible actually has more bad things to say about people who break the fifth commandment than they than it does about anything else. Other, well, I don't know about anything else, but it's up there as being a big deal, and yet we we don't tend mm. to emphasize it very much. You don't hear anybody really talking about that or thinking about it. And I think it's because most of us sort of systematically break it. It's almost built into our our whole culture and way mm. of life. It's, yeah, it's not actually, a bug, it's actually, a feature. It's not, actually, it's not, actually, it's not even uh, just our culture as well. There is, a, there is a general disregard for people who age in many, many cultures. Well, it's coming, it's stemming from our culture because I think a lot of other cultures traditionally have not been like that. There's been, you know, the tradition that older people live with their family, their children. Unless, they're taken unless, care of and as they get older, they're more yeah. valued by the... That's the true. People. Unless and you I are, think what happens um, in kind of capitalism of those, yeah. is when you're no longer useful in terms of being a cog in the machine, like you can't produce, you don't make That's money, true. you are considered expendable. I think this is the way that we've designed our society and we don't like to talk about it because, you know. I don't know if it's just but, capitalism though because yeah. it's just uh, – because it's also – because it's also uh, – wasn't it – did I read this right uh, that there was this tradition where – uh, within the Eskimos, that they would uh, basically take the elderly and say to them, "Hey, you know what? You've done really well. Now we're going to place you on uh, on this piece oh, of like ice, on an icy raft, and, and we're going to send you out to the sea." Well, that's pretty rough and, too. Uh, and you know, you will enjoy the ocean and go be with the ocean. In other words, we can't be bothered to take care of you anymore. And no, so I can send see where in a certain and I'm like hmm, kind of a culture in which, well. In which um, resources like food, for instance, are super scarce, that might be a way of, that might even be acceptable to the older person. Like, wouldn't you happily go out on a raft if it meant that younger people could eat? And you're like, oh. But we don't have, we don't live in a kind of um, situation where we're living amongst the snow where (laughs) there's nothing to eat. I don't know. No, I I don't don't think the the Inuit. I don't think you call them Eskimos anymore. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, I, I I don't think that's. Uh, but we can diss the other ones, right? Which other ones? All the Ourselves? other cul- All the other cultures. Well, I was talking actually, about my own culture, so I, I feel that. free to do that. It's kind of that's the um, what's the word? That, think, that's the kind look, of ethic I, of how I, you diss things. Think, they have to I be your own. They, they have to be your own. Yeah. I think that the truth is is that we're not very good at actually taking care of people who are older. I think there's a certain there's a certain spectrum in in life that we don't do well with little kids and we don't do well with with older people. And it's maybe I think we do much better with little kids if you think about the entire industries that revolve around children, of entertaining them, of of um, helping them to advance and reach their potential. Of, yeah, you know, I don't know. I you think, have a big party when key, you have a baby and raising. Well, you don't have a big party about an old person. <laughs> There's, well, there's no, there, there aren't a lot of consumer products aimed in at... In the world that we live in, yes, but there is actually a Is really there another high, world other than the one that we live in? Yeah, yeah, in the United States, uh, there actually is a really high level of uh, uh, lack of true infant care, of uh, early development of children. Uh, there's a high level oh, problem that's true. With, with, I mean, with children that are not being, you know, fed properly. There's malnutrition, the kids have grown up. Uh, obese. I mean, there's a, yeah. I guess what I'm talking about is amongst like, people who have means. Yeah, more so, money and attention is spent on rearing so children think, than on old people. And even those, there's a kind of like the spectrum. There's that kind of like just the top end and bottom end that's missing. 
But, mm. but uh, I mean, coming back to the question here. Yeah, because you have, you have some good stuff to say about this, I would think. Fairly recent. I do? Yeah. What are huh. tangible ways you've observed the fifth commandment? Well, I can think of some that you've done just in the last I I know, actually, three or four I actually, months. I actually think sometimes personally for myself, like with my own parents, if I think directly about my own parents, I don't think that I actually do enough. Um, well, I, you I live can, very far away. Well, and I, I don't. I just candidly, I don't think I actually do do enough. Um, but I feel there's a responsibility. You went over and helped your parents move into a new place. Yeah. and spent a lot of time. I do. To make them I do, but I just I there is a there's a deep level of responsibility that lies inside me that sometimes I just feel like I should be doing more. I should be doing more, and um, and I feel that I feel that. I have a friend of mine, um, a pastor. Uh, my mum fell over um, last week, and a friend yeah, of mine. Yeah, she fell downstairs and landed on her face. Yeah, went and visited them really and uh, took care of them, and uh, you know there are there are people. Jay who do parents amazing live things. outside of London. For anybody who doesn't yeah. know that, so it's just it's nice when uh, there are people who actually go and help and take care of, and it's just it is fantastic. It makes it makes a difference when you've got extended, when you've got families far away, um, when others actually do help and take care of them. That really does make a difference. But I think that um, we as as children, all of us are children in some shape or form, um, I think we could all do a better job of taking care of our parents mm. and honouring them, even if we disagree with them. Even if yeah. uh, we have problems with them, uh, they're still our parents and there's something good and worthwhile in processing and doing well with that. Well, I talk to my parents all the time. I love talking to my parents. So I feel like probably maintaining a relationship with them is a tangible way that I observe the fifth commandment. They don't require you know, financial yeah. or physical assistance from me at this point in time. Um, my mother a little bit in terms of, you know, she has Parkinson's disease and can't walk and so forth so if we're out together i will have to physically assist her mm. but that doesn't happen very much um, yeah. she prefers not to be alone with just me she doesn't think that i can lift her and stuff like that which i can but so i defer to her on that yeah. you know i don't force the issue well i think that it's actually something really wise to do so let me just repeat the question one more time today for us to think about this is it's a way to actually live community in in, an, in a fresh and beautiful way and it's a way that god's called us to what are the tangible ways you've observed the fifth commandment either yourself or seen other people do that and uh think about that look after each other live love and uh, we'll connect again tomorrow hey thanks again for listening to the daily walk podcast today if you remember, if you have any questions, reach out to us online at boulder.church. And if you can help support us, please feel free to give online at boulder.church forward slash give. Until next time, look after each other and live love. <laughs>